Welcome back to another episode of Bodies by Brent. I am your host, Brent Ruska. And on today's episode, we have Angela Gargano. She is an international fitness model, speaker, certified trainer, and founder of the Pull-Up Revolution and the Warrior Strong Method. She's been featured on the cover of Oxygen Magazine, Women's Health, Muscle and Fitness Shape. She's won Miss Fitness America 2016, and she's been a four-time Ninja Warrior. On this episode, we cover why people should care about the pull-up, what the physical benefits and mental benefits are of pull-ups, how to build mental pathways to be able to do a pull-up for the first time, and the equipment that you can buy to do pull-ups at home. If you haven't guessed, this whole episode is all about pull-ups. Let's dive into it, guys. And if you like this episode, please share it with somebody you think will benefit. Like, subscribe, and follow. All right, guys, let's dive into it. All right, Angela, welcome to the podcast. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. So tell me why everybody who's listening, why should they care about pull-ups? Why should they care? Yeah, why should they care? There's a lot of reasons why they should care about pull-ups. That's why you're here. I want to know. Oh, you want to know all about pull-ups. People that are listening, why should they care about pull-ups and why, you know, tell us why. Yeah, so I feel like what's really interesting about pull-ups is it's not just you actually getting the skill. It's not really fully about the pull-up. It's actually about the journey to getting your pull-up. So cool. I feel like when people like think of, oh, it's just a pull-up. It's actually not just that. It's this whole entire idea of you starting and looking you're looking at this bar and you're like, how the heck am I going to get my entire body to pull myself up here? And going through the journey and going through the processes and going through these highs and lows until you finally get it. And then you're like, wow, if I can do this what else is possible for me? So besides just the physical effects of, you know, getting a pull up, how awesome is that? And you can put that in your workouts. It's going to help but benefit your shoulders and your core and all sorts of stuff like that. It's so much more than just that. Because if you can do that and you realize that you can do that, you can do so much more in your life. Nice. So the mental benefits. So what are the mental benefits you've seen with people who uh, have gone from not being able to do anything? kind of pull up to pull ups. Definitely like way more confident. Like you all of a sudden see this burst of confidence that comes out of them. And you also see that they are open to so many other things, right? So I have one client who got her pull up and then she got two pull ups and then three pull ups. And then she was finally open to the fact like maybe I maybe I can work with kettlebells now. And maybe I can do that. Or maybe maybe I can run a marathon. Like all these other things started opening up for her. And I just thought that was so cool. And yeah, that confidence that they got, especially when it's kind of like the first time you get up, you're kind of like, whoa, what, what? I did it? <laughs> That's wild. The Yeah, the burst of confidence, it's, it's just incredible to see. To see them transform. Yes. And then what are the physical benefits? Just so we can touch on those. I mean, obviously your body's going to look amazing. It's like, it's like you want those tone arms. You want, you know, you want a nice core. You, I mean, you also work your glutes. You're going to tone up your entire body. And what's super cool about it is you're going to be working on the skill so much that if you, you're not even thinking about that. You're not even thinking about like, let me get my, you know, let me lose weight or let me do this. You're just like, I'm going to get my pull up. And then along those lines, you're a toner, you, your body looks amazing. You're stronger. It's the coolest thing ever. Cause so many programs right now are all about, let's get the bikini body. Let's lose the weight. Let's do all of that. And I've so wanted to go the opposite direction in anything that I was doing. And I wanted to be like, let's not even focus on it at all. Let's not do that. Let's just actually focus on getting stronger. And by doing that, you that's all going to happen. I have the same philosophy. It's like, if we focus on performance as a side effect, you're going to look how you want to look. And it's more healthy. It's like, let's just, you know, see what you can do. Let's focus on squatting more, deadlifting more, pulling up more. But that's why I want you on because, you know, 
I love getting, trying to get all my clients to be able to do pull-ups, but I have like a very, you know, I have a couple ways of doing it, but you definitely have broken it down on a whole nother level. So I want you to help me and the listeners go on a journey of like, what are the ways someone should be approaching uh, s- scheduling and organizing their training to get their first pull-up? And they're coming from a baseline where maybe they can even just barely hang on the bar. That's where they're starting from. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like, so what I see, you always see online, right? If you Google like how to get a pull-up, you're going to see like the, the few basic things every single time. You're going to see like hanging, shoulder shrugs, eccentric pull-ups where you're going down super slow and you see all those things, oh, assisted band pull-ups and you see all those things. I'm like, that's great. That's awesome. But that's actually not really going to, like how many times have you had people come into you and be like, I've been on the assisted band for like three, four years and I still can't do one. Yeah. I mean, the way I'll do it is I'll use assistant bands, but I do a variety of stuff with some holds, very light bands, but it's limited, right? Some people do can get a pull up from doing that, but then there's a whole other section of people that it just doesn't do anything for them. Absolutely. So here's what really normally happens, right? You're using the assisted bands and the assisted band helps you with the hardest part of the pull up, which is the bottom. Yep. It flings you right up the right bottom. there. So you're actually yep. not building any strength yep. in that little piece. Yep. Are you building strength in the second half? Yeah, definitely. You're yeah. definitely building strength in that second half. But the first half where you're saying people are hanging and shaking on the bar, that's where people cannot get through. So how can you get that to fire? And a lot of times too, they might be strong enough to do it. But there's this whole entire thing with your central nervous nervous system. This is your whole brain chemistry, right? And there may not be a pathway connected yet to your lats to actually get them engaged. Okay. So you have to get your body to be like, okay, we got to build this pathway to get these to work. And we don't do a lot of things that are pulling. How many times are you over your hand, have your hands over your head and you're doing anything during a day, right? Yes, a lot of times maybe you're opening a car door. It's like a horizontal pull, like, or maybe you're grabbing a bag or maybe you're curling. Like you use like all different types, but you're not actually using your lap. So how can we get our body to actually know that? So that's the first step. The first step is, well, first step is hanging on the bar. Like, can you hang? Like if you're not going to be able to do a pull up if you can't hang on the bar. So get on the bar, just like get comfortable, hang. And I always tell people, make sure you can hang for at least 30 seconds comfortably. Okay. It's going to take some time. Like your hands are going to get callous. It's going to be a whole thing, but like get comfortable on that. Number two, those shoulder shrugs that we, that, that we go through that, that you will see online. Make sure that you're able to do them really, really well. So hanging from the bar, doing the shoulder shrug, which is going to allow your, your shoulders to get away from your ears and hold it for a little bit. So again, you can get like, and really think about what you're trying to do there, which is you're trying to get those lats to, to fire up and engage. Right. So, so shrugs on the bar. So shrugs on the bar. Very, very important. Um, very controlled with holds. Not just like you'll see people hop on there. Just like, I don't know what they're doing. They're like shaking. I'm like, that's, I'm like, that's not it. Slow it. I'm like, slow it down and let's understand what you're doing and why you're doing it. Build the, 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 the muscle brain connection. Absolutely. Exactly. You're, you're building that muscle. Again, believe it or not, it's, again, you could be stronger. I've seen people who could deadlift it like a ton and they hop on that bar and they cannot do a pull up and yeah. they just don't have that connection there yet. So the next thing I would say is I do a lot of things with um, lat pull downs, but again, same sense of just like the shoulder shrugs. If you're just kind of flinging your body, you're not understanding how you do it. So how do you like to do lat pulls, by the way? So do I do them like with to, bands. Okay. You do them with bands. Yeah. We do everything with bands. So we have the band. So you're holding, I mean, both hands over your head and you're shrugging first and then pulling down. Nice. That's the key, right? And then you unshrug as well. Yeah. So two, you two want, parts. Yeah. So, so you want to make sure that you're, again, a lot of people, you'll see them doing the lat pull down. Same thing at the gym. Just cranking yeah. down. Okay, cool. Or, or keeping their shoulders locked back and just only doing the extending the arm exactly yeah. yeah so they're not you're not again same thing you're not really using the that initial part which is where people need to get through right so doing those then 
you go on, back onto the band, right? And I always tell people, it's, you think of a pull up. A lot of times, think of people, the pull up from the bottom to the top. But let's let's break it down way more than that, yeah, right? It. It's it's not about the bottom to the top. It's what about the in between, right? Okay. So your first goal when you're getting your pull up should not be able to get all the way up. Your shirt first goal should be able to shrug and get a slight bend in your elbow. So I okay. always tell people, like, let's just focus on getting a little bend and then celebrate that win. Celebrate getting that little bend. Then when you get there, you're going to celebrate getting that little bend and you're going to celebrate getting a little bit more. Right. And then I break it down. I, there's a bunch of phases I have. It's like the eight phases of getting your pull up. So I walk people through that. But it's really understanding and walking through that process, celebrating those little wins. And then as you pass those wins, I mean, again, there's so many exercises I could go through. But as you get past you tell, that one, can you say what the eight phases are? Oh my god, I have to have a whole. I have to get get the list out. It's <laughs> but I'll. <laughs> what are the I'll first three? It. The first, so the so first. So get a shrug with a little bend. Well, so the phases. This is where you're at, right? So the first thing I do with clients is I have them hop on the bar, have them try the pull up without assistance, and we say, "Where are you at right now? Are you on phase one? Are you phase two? Are Got you it. phase three? So it's not necessarily like it's it's like the. The piece of where, so the first one's just like you can hang on the bar and like that's it and you jump down that there's nothing. The second one you can hang on the bar and get a little shoulder shrug, but then nothing. And then phase three is like you're getting a shrug and you got the slight bend in the elbow, right? So you figure out what phase you're at and then based on that we determine what exercises you need to get to your next phase. So it's exciting because again you're not just like I got to get from the first phase all the way to the top like right away. We don't we're not about that. We're like no, let's just start focus on the small things like phase one, phase two, and. How is that like with life, right? Same exact thing with life. You can't focus on getting to that end goal without those little steps in between and then celebrating those little steps in between. Okay, so let's get them engaged first, be able to hang from the bar, start to get the light, slight shrug and with a little bit of a bend, use lat pulls. Then where do you progress from there? So from there, we are, we are going to hop on the band, but we're going to use the band properly because people just, you know, again, use a band that can fling them up. So we're using as light as a band as we possibly can. Barely helping you. But yeah, not really helping you too, too much. And then those, we are focusing on shoulder shrug pull-ups, which again is from first forcing, I'm forcing you to do the bottom piece of it and then you pull up. Nice. So we're not actually just, again, flinging up. But again, this is like... I can't talk through the entire process because there's so much that's, no, that's involved, okay. but this yeah. is like little pieces of it. I just want to give people an idea of like give, giving them just at least a broad perspective of like, oh, this is how I need to at least be approaching this. Absolutely. And the, the, I think the the better way probably to break it down here for the people who are listening now, since I can't go through too much detail, is we focus on three things. We focus on mobility. You got to be mobile because you got to get your hands over your head. You got to be stable. You, there's a lot of stuff going on in our shoulders. We got to make sure we're ready for that. And you got to be strong. So when I go through my programming, it's those three things. We're always focusing on those three things the entire time. And that norm, that it, it's like a recipe for success to get you there. We also are working the entire body because the pull-up is not just your upper body. It is, yes, your arms, it's your grips, it's your shoulders, it's your core, it's your glutes. So when you're doing programming, also thinking about how other things like, you know, working on deadlifts, right, can benefit you to get your pull-up. So there's a lot of things that are like intertwined within getting the pull up that it's not just you hanging on the bar so when you're hanging on the bar what's a good mindset for somebody that's trying to pull like are you thinking gauge lats glutes core like what what is a cue checklist oh there's so many things i mean yeah if we, once you're hanging on the bar like what's a full you should think as a as a full body lift Full body, yeah. So I always tell people, I mean, obviously you have your hands in the right positioning, so you want to be a little further than shoulder width apart. This is like the classic pull-up. There's obviously like 
chin-ups, other exercises, but just the classic pull-up. So once you get up there, hang. First thing is first, once you're hanging, you squeeze your ass, like squeeze it. And feet are in front of you or behind you, and you're squeezing your glutes because those glutes, that's going to help you in- actually engage your lats, yeah. right? It's going to help you engage your core as well. Then you're going to shrug, engage the lats, get your shoulders away from those ears, and then you'll drive your elbows into your rib cage. Um, so that's like kind of like the the way I like to say it. for cues of thinking of how to get onto the bar. I like to tell people like getting finally up, break the bar, pretend like you're going to legitimately break it in half when you're up there. Like cool. just I'm going to break it. I mean, if you do break it, awesome. Good for you. Like I don't think I've ever seen anybody actually break <laughs> it, but you know, try and break it. And also instead of thinking pull up because that normally has you like, use your shoulders, think about pulling down. Oh, uh, like you're like you're pull literally down. doing a lap pull. Literally pull down instead yeah. of pull up. So when people train, how often do you like them to practice? Is it like once a week should people do three times a week of variations? So the first week for my programming, it's like all foundational. So you're actually not doing a ton. But then the as the weeks progress, I'm having them attempt the pull-up without the band like at least every other day. Nice. Always. And it has to be – you have to attempt it. I tell them I don't care – if you get nowhere, you're going to attempt it without the band, and I'm going to take a video from behind, and we're going to watch where you're at to try and figure it out. That's awesome. For people at home, what's good equipment to have to start this journey? Yeah, so I have like I have a list, too, and if anyone ever wants it, they can just reach, they can reach yeah. out to me, but I have Is a... Is that in your full your 30 day pull up program too. Yeah. I have like a little like list as to what the, it's literally the equipment that I personally bought that I know works. It's basically just an Amazon list, but, um, yeah, I would just get a doorway pull up bar. Um, I would say get one, even if you are going to the gym, because it's just good to have and just hang. We call them drive by. People will drive by and mess around on the bar all the time. It's just a fun way to like do things. Um, but (laughs) yeah, so get a bar, uh, get a bar for your door. There's obviously a bunch of different ones you can get. I personally really like the ones that like hook under and hook on the sides. There's like this weird one that has like an undercarriage thing. That one I always have seen people fall on. So I always tell people to get like the really sturdy ones, um, which is the ones I have in my thing. Or you can just get a freestanding bar. Um, and then definitely get in a set of assisted bands, but you're going to want to get one with all different levels in there. So I always have a, I have a pack that I recommend and it's literally just a bunch of different levels because the whole idea is to have not be on the thickest band. So you don't want to just get one band because then you're going to be like, what am I going to do? It's like one dumbbell. Yeah. You're like, where are you going to progress with that? What are you going to do? You got, you got, I've been telling my clients lately yeah. online, I'm like, you all have to get heavier weights. And I don't want to say it again. Yeah. <laughs> get heavier weights right now. It's like when a client says, I bought this one kettlebell. You're like, well, that's cool for like two weeks. Yeah. And then we need another one. Yeah. Right. I'm like, you got to get more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What rep range do you like clients to train in? Or does that not really matter? I, I don't really fully have a rep range, let's say. Like again, singles, doubles, triples, or you're probably keeping people away from doing like 12s or yeah we're not doing like a mass by any means you're we're not doing a ton i mean unless we're doing stuff where we have like little challenges that we do and stuff like that but it's and it's always really you beating yourself so the entire time throughout the programming it's like can you beat your hang time like not not giving you my hang like what i think like what i i'm not giving you 30 seconds it's like okay cool you did it on day one you did 15 seconds cool you're gonna beat that 15 seconds tomorrow you know what i mean so we really work on what they have started from at the beginning because we always like analyze all their stuff and then they're really it's all the stuff is really based on where they personally are at that's cool so for other strength movements that help with the pull-up what would you recommend so I definitely, you know, different strength moves that aren't for your lats. So like, yeah, maybe for dead, sure. lunges, deadlifts, pressing yeah. movements, things like that. Deadlifts, really deadlifts are great because you are again, that is actually using your lat in a different way. Um, definitely 
we were doing like glute bridges again, things to strengthen those glutes as well. Lots of core movements, hollow holds, um, VNs, things along those lines. Um, and I'm trying to think of what else we do. I mean, we do a ton of stuff. And then if you're pulling, you got to be pushing. It's just, you got to happen. It's got to happen, right? We see so many people only pushing all the time. You have to make sure you're doing pushups, that you're doing, again, the stability type of um, drills that go with it. So again, lots of different movements that you should be doing. I mean, even bicep curls, right? Tricep step. You still need to work your entire upper body and your arms and things like that. So you're balanced, yeah. Very, you have to be sure you're balanced. That's why also why programming is very important because you'll see people do too much pushing, too much pulling. They get injured. It's like you need to make sure that you are completely balanced and stable when you're doing these movements. Exactly. For core movements, what what are some of your favorites? And what do you think of people who do a lot of like crunching and reverse crunching? And yeah, I mean, I'm not a giant fan. It's like it's like you don't need to. It's why is that though? Because I get people that ask me all the time. It doesn't really do anything. <laughs> yeah, tell tell me why it doesn't do. Yeah, anything. I feel like it doesn't really do anything. It's, it's just it it's not. You're not actually targeting your core. A lot of times you're flinging your arms to get yourself up there, so you're not actually using your core. Like things like that are really boring. Dead bugs and like tabletop holds. Like those are the core movements you actually want to be doing. Like they're the ones where you're really pushing your low back to the ground and you're really focusing and actually engaging your core. When you're crunching and doing all that other stuff, again, I'm sure there's benefit. I'm sure you do feel it in some way, but you're you're able to like use your arms to throw you up. Like especially like sit ups and stuff too. Sit ups, you're using your arms to throw yourself up, and people start feeling those in the low back. So really going to the more basic movements. I, it's so funny, you know, when in the Instagram age right now that everybody wants like fancy core movements and stuff like that. And I'm I like, know. at the end of the day, it's like it really comes down to like the basic stuff that you need to be doing. Ab wheel, plank holds, you know, what's like one of your very favorite core movements? I love like, the dead bug. I just think it's great because yeah. I feel like what why I really like the dead bug is because a couple of years back I tore my ACL and I remember going to physical therapy and him being like, you need a stronger core. And I came in there being like, I don't need a stronger core. I have a six pack. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and then he threw me in the, he, he was like, he put me down and he was like, okay, well, I want you to try these dead bugs and we're going to, I'm going to put a band underneath your back and you have to push it down the entire time. And I just remember just not like dying like on this move. And I'm like, wait, I thought I was strong, but like, I'm not. And it was this simple movement that you look at people doing like, you're not doing anything that really got me there. That's awesome. So how did you decide to be such an advocate for pull-ups? Where did this start? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been teaching females pull-ups. I used to own a gym years ago. and What was it called? It was called AG Athletics, Angela Gargano Athletics. Cool. And a lot of females would come in me there. Where was it? Uh, Rhode Island. Cool. Yeah. So they would come to me all the time for pull-ups. So I had a couple of clients in there for that. But obviously, you know, I'm on American Ninja Warrior, so it's like everyone's always seeing me climbing and pulling on things. So they got really inspired by it. Were you on that, and then you started a gym? Um, I, I, yeah, I guess so. It was kind of all kind of all kind of really? blended in together. Um, so they started coming to me for that. But where I really was like, we need to do stuff for pull ups is when I met this woman, um, Liz Plosser. She's actually the editor of Women's Health Magazine. Cool. And she was like, I really want to get a pull up, and I've got like 14 days to do it. And I was like, all right. I'm like, you know what? We can do it. It's totally possible. She was just hanging in the bar. She couldn't go anywhere. Wow. I was like, we can do it. But I was like, you have to put the work in and I'll put the work in for you and I'll show it for you and I'll write this stuff out for you. But you need. So she did it. It was awesome. She I, I love those clients. Right. They just they do it. They're like, I'm going to do it. And they just stick to it and they listen. They're just, yeah. They're just like, I'm here to learn. I'm here to do this. And she was able to get it in 14 days, literally from nothing to all the way up. And the amount that I saw her just again the look on her face i was like this this is really powerful and then more people were messaging us and they were like 
I've always wanted to get a pull up. I've always wanted to get a pull up. I've always wanted to pull up. So now everybody is telling me. And if you ask any female what they want, a lot of times it's I want to pull up. So I went online and I Googled stuff and I realized there's really nothing out there like what I created. There's literally, you know, guys teaching it again, the same basic stuff over and over again. But what about one where people can break it down and feel good about it and have fun with it and stuff like that? So I really created it because I really saw there was nothing out there. And because of Liz. And what's really cool about Liz right now is I see her thriving again. She's the one who's now working with kettlebells. She's become an athlete and it's just so awesome that it started because of that one skill. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Pull-ups are powerful, especially yeah, it makes sense for women because you know, a lot of women, the sports are usually lower body or they're not really introduced to weight training or anything like that. And just even me, when I was in elementary school, I sucked at pull-ups. I was just a super heavy kid that couldn't do shit. I just hang then and that's the other thing. They never trained you in school. They're like, here, line dance. And then now I want to test you how long you can hold onto the bar. It'd be so cool if they had something like that in school, don't you? Like if you train kids from five years old all the way till high school, they would be so fucking strong. Absolutely. I mean, you, you would never lose it. Because once you've trained from five till, you know, eighteen, you you won't lose it. For sure. And I feel like, I mean, that's first of all, like also Back as a kid, right, for females, we were basically told that we weren't going to be good at pull-ups because we would go on the physical fitness test and they would be like, all right, you're a female. You can just hang instead of doing the pull-ups instead of being like, try them. You know what I mean? So I feel like from the beginning, just kind of telling, like kind of setting us up for failure. I was lucky because I was a gymnast growing up. So like that's all we were doing. We were doing like pull-ups and all sorts of like crazy stuff. But yeah, from the beginning, I feel like we're told that we're not strong enough and they're not pushing, you know, kids to do stuff like this when they should. They should they should push male and females to to do these things as yeah we don't need to learn how to line dance so you guys can learn that later on <laughs> or juggling or whatever or yeah or juggling whatever <laughs> if you taught kids basic calisthenics right push ups pull ups you know all the basics and you did it from a young age and helped them get good at it it would be very simple because you would just be able to maintain it and even if you took two years off that would come back really fast I'm yeah. sure you know when you train a gymnast. The, their strength comes back very quickly. Oh, yeah. I mean, I am so great. I think everybody should put their kid in gymnastics, honestly. It's, yeah. It helps with anything I was doing in my life. It oh, helped yeah. with any sport, anything that I was doing, discipline. I mean, it was literally just the best thing. And you're right. It did come back to me. Like, it comes back to me quickly. I have way more body awareness than than a lot of other people who weren't in the sport. How did you get into Ninja Warrior then? It's totally on accident. It was total accident. <laughs> yeah. I always tell people that. They're always like, what? Um, it's so funny. I have to decide if I'm going to go back on this year, but I think I'm actually going to take four times. I've been on it four times. This would be my fifth time. I'm, I'm kind of like, I think I'm going to take this year off. I mean, as much as people were really, I got called, they want me to come on. I'm like, and I you have to build probably stuff in your backyard and no, no, I mean, I wouldn't do that this time. Now, now I'm just, I would just go, <laughs> just try it. But when yeah. I first got on an accident, um, it was because my friend who was one of my mentors, she was putting in a video for it. And I was really, I'm really great. I love doing videography and like helping out with that kind of stuff. And while I was doing it, my friend was like, you were a college gymnast on the bar. It's like, you should be trying out for this. And I was very much like, oh, I can't do that. Like she's like, can't step on her toes. She's got to do it. And then basically my friend was like, okay, we're going to put this in. We're making it. So we made it. And then I wound up getting on and she didn't. And I had no idea what Ninja was. So I had to like figure it out. I had like a couple <laughs> of weeks to like find places. And I was living in Rhode Island at the time. And in Rhode Island, these people had made this awesome backyard outdoor course, like cool. deep in the woods, which is kind of sketchy also. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we'll, do, we'll take you. We'll teach you how to do it in the, in the woods. And I swear the first day of me training, I broke my nose like on the salmon ladder. And it was like, Damn. oh man, what did I get myself into? But after I started really finding the community, and finding some amazing people and 
great gyms. And it was super fun. It was like kind of like that nice divide between college gymnastics and like needing something like more like another kind of sport. And then I got really hooked on it. And I just was doing it year after year after that because I just loved it so much. That's amazing. What what have you taken away? How have you grown from doing Ninja Warrior? And how do you implement that into your clients? Yeah, I feel like I've grown because again, one, I like I feel like I don't I didn't think I could do it. I didn't think I was good enough to to do any of the stuff that was on there. Two, it teaches you like so much patience. I've learned so much patience because you'll go in there into the gym. They have these like courses or these these obstacles set up and it looks kind of easy. You see a little kid do it. They crush it. And then you, you go to do it and you can't do it. It's so hard. But then you come in week after week, just like anything, and you get a little better at it. And finally, you do maybe catch the bar. You do like lock in whatever like the the skill was. And then they change the obstacles around and you got to do the same thing over again. So I think it really teaches you patience, resilience, and just knowing that as long as you keep showing up just like anything in your life, you're going to get better at it. You just got to put the time in and show up for it. That's awesome. I have a lot of listeners and clients that always ask me, I want you to have an athlete on because I really want to hear about their mindset. So what is what you know, how do you prepare your mindset when you're going into competition or when you're preparing clients to, you know, go through your pull up program? What's a good mindset for people trying to accomplish a goal that maybe seems like to them it's impossible? Yeah, for sure. We do, I do a lot of mindset work with with uh, the pull up program. We have a full mindset section. Because oh, that's awesome. Of that. Yeah, cool. I, I put that in there. It's kind of an optional thing. My other friend, Kara Palillo, who's also on Ninja Warrior with me, she created it, Dope. which is really cool. So we've gone through that. But a lot. Yeah, mindset is huge with anything, again, because you're going to be hitting especially the negative thoughts. So we really teach them how to shift those negative thoughts into a positive thoughts okay. um, and also how to celebrate yourself along the journey. So I think for, for me, a big thing, again, is that shift of negative thoughts. So thinking you can think something ridiculous like, oh, I'm never going to be able to do that. Right. And it's like, how can you shift that into something positive? Like, you know what? I can't do it right now. But what if I just do this little piece first? So there's obviously way a ton of other like ways that we journal and do stuff in there as well. But yeah, mindset is huge. Getting yourself calm before you're going on an Ninja Warrior course is was major for me to learn, especially because it's literally on TV. There's lights everywhere. There's an audience. There's like everything happening. And it's just you just trying not to fall in the water and like actually use all your skills. So um, before I go on, I definitely had like a strict journaling process and I really got myself like in the, the zone. A lot of breathing was really helpful for me. Okay. So breathing, reframing negative thoughts. Mm-hmm. What what else? Uh, reframing negative thoughts. Um, again, the breathing really helped me. I have to like really have a get breathing through technique that you use just for you specifically that worked really well. I mean, uh, I really just do like the three deep breaths. So I just I, I kept it very, very simple. The other thing you obviously can do is your meditation, which calms down your mind. So that's, you know, sitting down and just listening to what's around you, really look, like looking what's around you, smelling, tasting, going through all your senses a couple of times. So I normally would go through that and then I'll breathe. So I guess it's like a mix of meditation slash breathing. That's awesome. Yeah. And so with new clients, is there a piece of wisdom that's like if you can if you can instill this one nugget in them, it will help them be successful? The biggest thing that I tell them when they come in is you just got to show up. I mean, honestly, that's really I, it's this quote that it's been like obsessed with this past couple of weeks has been it's not a matter of if it's a matter of one. Like I just remind that to them as long as you keep showing up like it's gonna whatever you're looking for with the pull up, whatever it is, it's going to happen. But you have to show up. You have to show up on the good and the bad days. That's freaking rad. Yeah. And you're super busy, right? So you've got all these programs you're creating 
Tell me about everything you have going on that you've created. <laughs> so I have, um, I pull up revolution. So I call it it's, part of the reason I call it pull up revolution is because I want people to revolutionize the way they feel about their body. It's not just about the pull up, obviously. Um, so we've got the 30 day pull up program. And that includes all the list of equipment, right? Yeah. There's equipment and stuff like that in there as well. You can either do the do it yourself version or you can wait for when I do coaching. It, I, I recommend people do the coaching. I'm, I make it very affordable. I'm just like, just do the coaching. It's going to be helpful to have somebody there along the journey. It's 30 days too, or is it a different it's time 30, frame? It's 30 days. The coaching is 37 days because I put a bonus week in there because I check in like and stuff like that. But nice. the, you can get the program and just do it on your own time for 30 days. And then I also have a 14-day one because people you know, are hesitant at first. And they were like, I don't really know what to do. So it's called the 14-day pull-up jump start. So I created that one as well. Um, so people can go through that, start there, and kind of see, again, learn. The biggest thing for me is like I want you to learn while you're doing your stuff. We're not just being like, do this and good luck. It's like, no, let's teach you. And then after that, people were like, how else can I work with you? And I was like, I don't know, <laughs> actually. <laughs> um, so I didn't really know what to do. So I created a strong feels good. So that's my, um, my membership subscription. So I have the same thing. You can get coached or not coached. You can decide on what works for you, but it's just programming every month. And our concept still is always let's focus on getting stronger. Maybe it's not just the pull up now, right? Or working on all sorts of different things, but they get programming every single month. So those are my two main things that I really have programming wise that, um, I have on my page and, We've just created such a cool community and strong feels good. Sounds really good also. So that kind of worked out, right? It sounds super dope. <laughs> yeah. And I'm all about that. I love mm -hmm. getting people stronger. How many coaches do you have under you? Uh, just two coaches under me. What's really cool about both those coaches is both of them went through all the programs. That's awesome. So I saw that they were certified. You know, you get to know them, right? I'm like, oh, you're certified. I was like, do you want to be a coach? Because <laughs> I need help. <laughs> and people love to hear, how do you start your day? So how do you schedule? Like, what's your morning routine? What's your training schedule like? And, you know, my morning routine is very strict. So, well, not strict, but I have I just have like a system for it. So I call them my non-negotiables. I wake up every morning. I journal, which is like me just like venting on paper and just like freestyle it. Or? I freestyle. I've been freestyle writing a lot lately. Sometimes the process changes. Sometimes I write my gratitude. Sometimes I do my negative thought shifts. Just kind of depends. Then um, I always am reading something. It could be I used to stress out about reading a whole book. Now I'm just like, can I just read a couple pages? So I read like a page or two of a book. Right now I'm reading The Richest Man in Babylon, okay. um, which is a, a financial advisor uh, recommended it. It's kind of like Alchemisty. Have you read The Alchemist yeah. ever? Okay, so it's kind of like it's a story to teach you your lessons, which is kind of cool. So That's dope. Yeah, it's a really cool book so far. So I'm glad I'm reading that. About finances. About finances. Yeah, I gotta, dig it. Yeah, gotta yeah gotta gotta work on that when you have a business. Totally. Um, and then uh, I meditate always. Like I told you. Um, do you have a certain way? Do you I use Headspace, yeah. yeah so I use love Headspace. Headspace is the best. I yeah. don't have to think, and I just lay there. I literally just do the daily ones every single day, and then I just make sure I have two glasses of water. And then for me, working out's been very different lately. I feel like I fell a little out of love with movement because since you do it as a trainer all the time and you're constantly programming, like it totally. was just like feeling not fun anymore. So now my movement is really just whatever feels good to me right now. So it could be one day I'm handstanding or I'm pull-upping or maybe I do take a class. So I've just been really gentle with myself. Once you get, you know, on the path of being really consistent with your workouts, I always want to tell people too, like, it's okay if you're just kind of playing also. And it's just, that's just working for me right now. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. You have to keep, you have to keep curious and you have to keep motivated and desired. I just got a gym membership after like seven years of not being able to go to the gym because I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't be around people and just, I don't know, you know, you get burnt out. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I just can't do it anymore. But exactly. now I finally have that creative feeling where I don't have a plan. I show up at the gym. I just do what feels good. Just 
some bodybuilding stuff, some strength stuff, some rando stuff. Exactly. It's in that could work, right? And it depends on where you're at in your journey. If you're newer to fitness, I do suggest you get a plan and you kind of understand again, understand your movements and your body. But if yeah, you need structure in it in order to freestyle. So it's like, you know, you need to follow a plan and, and really learn all the fundamentals and get a base of strength and all this stuff before you can just start freestyling. Absolutely. I think that's like, I mean, I've seen that, you know, I worked really hard for those years of, you know, making sure I was eating right, making sure I was doing all that stuff. And now I'm just more lax on it and it's, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. What's yeah. your nutrition like? Um, yeah, very basic. I use Blue Apron or HelloFresh like every day. So I mean, I always honestly, the most basic way I do it for myself now. And again, this is after I had done stuff like weighing stuff out for a couple of years and just understanding what works well for my body. Now I just look down at my plate as long as I have a protein, a veggie and a carb on there. Like, I'm happy. I just always make sure those those three things are on my plate. Like I know it sounds so simple, but it, it really can be that simple. Like because a lot of people just won't have the veggies. Like, you know what I mean? So now I just always just make sure those three things are on my plate and I just maybe eat like three times a day and then I drink a lot of water. That's really it. (laughs) (laughs) Keeping it simple. I just keep it real simple. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Keeping it super simple. Yeah. Okay. So how do we find you to connect with you? Uh, Best way is definitely Instagram. Um, a lot of, a lot of messages on there this week. So if I didn't get back to people this week, I will. I just like sometimes I do like him, but, um, at Angela underscore Gargano, that's really the best way place for you to contact me and then the websites i mean you can log on to see the, any of the programming on angela-gargano.com there's everything on there i have you know the programming i also have a podcast i have a lot of resources free on youtube if you just need like to go through and go through some stuff on there um i really want to make sure i can give as much knowledge as i possibly can um out to everybody i fucking love it yeah any final words you want to share with everybody listening just, I mean, probably again, just like the quote I said before, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. That's that that goes for everything that you're doing. A pull up, it goes for your business if you're trying to start your business. It start it, with anything. As long as you keep going, it's gonna get tough. Just keep going, and it's not. It's gonna happen. I fucking love it. It's a great mantra. Yeah, I love. I'm loving it right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Thanks. What amazing tips for learning how to do a pull up. On your own at home, make sure you download the Pull Up Revolution 30-day program. Buy the equipment. Start attempting to accomplish a pull-up on your own. I think everybody should be able to do a pull-up. And if you got kids, get them in the gymnastics. Get them started on doing bodyweight strength training. There can't be anything better you could do for them at such a young age. All right, guys. Send your feedback to my Instagram at bodiesbybrentatx. Let me know what you like, what you didn't like, other episodes you'd like to see in the future. And if you have any guests you'd like to recommend, please give me a shout out. Guys, I appreciate you so much being here and I will see you on the next one.